Praise the Lord from Pastor Strader at Lighthouse Church. Thanks for connecting with us through our podcast. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you as we try to reach, equip, and mobilize Jesus' name disciples in Apache Junction, Arizona, and the surrounding region. Enjoy today's podcast and come back often. God bless you. We love you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate you, Jesus. Well, let's turn to our Bibles tonight. Hebrews chapter 9. I'll preach. I'll try to be brief. Get you out of this hot box and into your cold car. Amen, amen, and amen. Hebrews chapter number 9. In 27, I won't keep you standing very long tonight. Quick reading there. This is a always a topic that is hard to preach. And I preach it reluctantly, not because I don't think it needs to be preached, but because I just want to make sure I'm in the will of God. So I don't know who this is for tonight. I, I really, as I, I look around, I, I really just don't know. But God knows. And so that's what I am going to do. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Amen. Amen. I want to speak on this topic. The next step is eternity. Praise God. Could we put down our Bibles and even more so tonight, lift our hands and lift our voices and ask God to touch our hearts. Brother Caldwell, would you lead us in prayer tonight? Hallelujah, Jesus. I praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. It was just a casual day as a young man with apparently no care in the world stepped onto a subway train called Life. And next to him sat an older gentleman with his Bible open, his his glasses on, reading his Bible. And with the young man's earbuds in, immediately he turns to his cell phone and he unlocks the phone and he begins to text and begins to scroll and begins to play on his cell phone, blaring music in his ears uh, with no real care in the world, really no concern about what is going on about him. He's just in a subway train called life and, and there is a voice that is broadcasted throughout the train. And it says, eternity, four stops away. And 
the, the, the elderly man reading his Bible looked around and, and everybody was so focused on what they were doing and there was really uh, no one that acknowledged this broadcast. And, and to his surprise, he wondered if anybody would respond to this broadcast throughout the train. And no one responded. And then it came on again, eternity, three stops away. And there was nothing from anyone, and so the train of life continued. And the next thing he heard was eternity, two stops away. And as these stops go by and the recording is broadcasted throughout the train called life, the next step, the next stop is eternity. It was no longer, no more steps left. The next uh, stop was eternity. And unaware that he has missed his stop, the young man looks up and is confused by where he is at and what he sees on the, tr- on the screen in the train. If you've ever been in a subway train, and he, he looks up and he, that screen says, next stop is eternity. And he scrambles and he asks the gentleman next to him reading his Bible. He says, what what is this next stop? And the gentleman asks the young man, he says, did you not hear the announcements? Did you not hear stops four? And and four stops ago it said eternity, four stops uh, from this one. And three stops and two stops. And then just a few seconds ago the announcer said the next stop is eternity. Did you not hear uh, what the announcer had to say and he he began to think no I, I didn't hear it I had my headphones on I was I was focused on that 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 game or that text or that whatever I was doing and and the the man says well young man eternity is the next stop and the young man continues to scramble and begins to get very frantic with the idea of what eternity is. And he begins to ask the man, well, what is eternity? And the, and the man, uh, under a very, very humble spirit and attitude, said, well, young man, that means it's the end. That means there's no more chances. There's no more stops. There's no more services. There's no more altar calls. There's, there's no more opportunities to get off of this train called life because the next stop is really is uh, judgment. It it is uh, eternal life. It is going to determine what, how you have lived will determine what you, where you go and where you live eternally from here. And, and with, it, with that uh, knowledge, he, tears began to flow down this young man's cheek and he began to scream uh, as, as there was nobody on this train. Uh, I need more time. I need one more stop. I didn't realize how quickly this uh, stop called eternity was coming. I I did not realize that I didn't have just one more stop. I got on uh, 10 stops ago and and I was headed here and I was going to do this and I was going to wake up and go do that. But God made a decision that eternity is at this next stop. And I believe that unfortunately this will be a similar story of so many that choose not to serve God wholeheartedly right now. 
I realize that this is just a made-up story, but it is a story to somehow uh, cue into our heart to wake us up out of our slumber and out of our sleep. And I believe God implanted in my spirit early this morning uh, to preach this message tonight. Uh, I don't, I didn't have notes for this. I didn't pull this from anywhere. Uh, but God spoke to me and said, uh, "There's going to be somebody or someone's there, uh, and they need to hear the word of the broadcaster." Uh, and the broadcaster is Jesus. And Jesus is broadcasting to this church tonight. The next step is eternity. The next stop is eternity. If you're going to pray, you better pray now. If you're going to get to an altar, you better get to an altar now. If you're ever going to get in pre-service prayer and all phones and, and get, off, get into the prayer room, it ought to be now. Because the next Stop is eternity. I felt so quickened in my spirit early this morning around 5.30 that God was saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And the next stop from this life is eternity. And whatever you have done on this earth, whatever you have decided on this earth will determine where your eternity is. It will either be in heaven with Jesus Christ or it will be in hell fire with the devil I can't sugarcoat it tonight but there's still a thing called heaven and there's still a thing called hell and there's wide is the gate that's headed to hell tonight wide is that path wide is that gate but narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life few be there that find it He's coming in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound. No man, the Bible says, knows the day or the hour. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in those days which were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall be the coming of the son of man then shall two men be in the field and one is taken and one is left two women shall be grinding at the meal one taken and one is left watch therefore for you know not what day your Lord cometh but know this that if the master of the house had known in what watch the thief was coming he would have watched he would have made preparation he would would have got to an altar. He would have made another prayer. He would have made a commitment to God. He would have watched and would have not suffered his house to be broken through. Therefore be ye also ready for in an hour that you think not, the Son of Man is coming. Can we lift our hands right now? The Son of Man is coming. 
John said it like this, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. Can I tell you, I'm not trying to be belligerent. I'm not trying to be rude to you, but I've got to speak to you my heart. I've got to speak to you what God has spoken to me. And I, what God has spoken to me is whether it be now or whether it be later. You will hear and obey the word of the Lord. It'll either be here on this earth when you will hearken to the word of God and you'll hear this preacher with his voice. I don't really know even how to say it tonight, but you'll hear a preacher and you'll hear the call of God and you'll find an altar prayer and you say, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. I'll give you my life as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable unto the Lord. And that is only my reasonable service or you can wait until you obey the voice of God when he says depart from me you worker of iniquity I never knew you you will obey the voice of God it'll just determine whether you obey it now or whether you obey it later oh God oh God there's a voice being broadcasted on the loudspeaker, no pun intended with the mic and the speakers, uh, but there's a, broad, a voice being broadcasted on the loudspeaker of your heart, uh, and it's trying to knock on your heart's door. It's trying to awaken you out of the slumber uh, that Satan has you in. It's trying to remove uh, the yoke that the enemy has on you, uh, the yoke of sin, uh, the yoke of, uh, of idolatry, uh, the yoke of fornication, uh, the the yoke of adultery, the yoke of perversion, the yoke of lying, the yoke of the, all the things of sin. God is trying his best to broadcast to your heart. Won't you come to me now while you have an opportunity? You will either bow at this altar now or you will bow on the day of judgment when it is too late. And God spoke to me, I'm telling you, I say it with such a broken heart. Because even the thought of anybody that I know that would hear this message uh, going through this breaks my heart. But God spoke to me, you'll either burn for me now or you'll burn in hell later. I've come to tell you somebody hear me. I'm speaking more than just one or two. But there's something in your life that you need to ask God to forgive you over. There's an addiction in your heart that you need to once and for all lay on the altar. There's sin in the camp and God is reaching out with a broadcasted message. The next stop is eternity. What will you do with it? Let's pray right now. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is eternal life here tonight. 
There is a stop called an altar tonight, but I cannot guarantee anybody under the sound of I can't even guarantee myself that there will be another opportunity of an altar stop. I cannot guarantee that there will be another opportunity for you to hear the priest's word of God. I cannot guarantee that when you leave this place tonight that you'll never have the I cannot guarantee that, but what I can guarantee you tonight is is that there's a God that loves you that has died for you that cares for you and he desires to have all of your heart Matthew put it like this and they shall be cast as them into a furnace of fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Can I tell you, church, never, never be ashamed to lift your voice in the house of God. Of course, everything needs to be done in order as Paul has instructed us to be. But can I tell you that when it comes to an altar, when it comes to your soul, you ought to lift up your voice and get into the presence of God, whatever you got to do, because it's either I'm going to weep now, I'm either going to wail now, or I'm going to wail then. I choose to find an altar. I choose to pray at an altar. I choose to pray at an altar. If you want heaven, there's a cross here on earth that you must bear. If you want heaven, you best find a love for truth, a love for doctrine, a love for holiness and separation. You best find a love for the presence of God more than the presence of the things of this world. I'm telling you, these things in the world, all they are is a yoke. All they are is headphones in the spiritual ears of your heart. All they are is trying to deter you from seeing what is coming. He's trying his best to put scales over your eyes. But I come in the authority of the name of Jesus. I rebuke Satan in the name that is above every name. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. I set free the captives in the name of Jesus. By the blood of the name of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary. You best find a love for the spiritual instead of the carnal. You best stop thinking and talking about praying and planning when you're going to do it and planning when you might think about it. I've come to tell you, you better get deep into prayer now. There's so many that are just going through the motions tonight. So many that are just going through the most coming to church, leaving church, coming into another service and then leaving service, just going through the motions, not really getting breakthrough, not really worshiping. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm preaching to myself first. I'm preaching to this man first before I preach to you. But you've got to hear what's on my heart. We've got to get rid of this casualness. We've got to get rid of this just checkbox church status. God, there's a heaven to gain. And a hell to shine. There's a heaven to gain tonight. Your worship matters. Your prayer matters. Your faithfulness matters. Your consecration matters. Your dedication, it matters. It matters. It 
matters. It's, it's going to be what counts. It's going to be what God judges us by. What we do and don't do. Hear me tonight. Hell will do whatever it takes to get your heart and your mind off of the things of God and onto the things of this world. Satan will not stop at anything but to have you in the gates of hell with him. And trust me, friend, all he's doing tonight is he's laughing. All he's doing tonight is mocking us, those that are in sin, those that are not fully consecrated to God. I'm talking to people in the church, not just those that don't have the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm telling you, Satan's laughing at somebody. And he's saying, I got you and you don't even know it. I got you by the yoke and you don't even know it. Come on somebody, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Care about your soul enough to say, God, cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. Refocus my consecrations, my dedications, my walk, my life. I'm almost finished tonight. Told you I would not be long. But can I just tell you a couple ways that the enemy is working right now because it's Scripture. It says it tells us to be sober, to be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Can I tell you, he is walking right now and he's seeking whom he may devour. What does that mean? He wants to completely consume you. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your walk with God. He doesn't care about your marriage. He doesn't care about your home. He doesn't care about your kids. He don't care about your past. All he cares about is where you're going in your future. As long as your future has H-E-L-L on the top of it, then he's all right. But I've come in the name of Jesus to rebuke the Satan that is seeking the prey of the church tonight. I pray a hedge of protection around each and every heart. He doesn't care what your name is. The enemy doesn't care what your pedigree is. He doesn't care how good you can sing, play, shout, dance, run, how much money you give to the church. He doesn't care how much money you have in the bank. All he cares is that he's got you as a trophy in the gates of hell. He wants to kill you. He wants to kill you. He wants to kill you. And I'm not talking about just spiritually. I'm talking about he wants to take the breath from your body. Those that know me know that I don't preach like this very often, but I've got a burden on my spirit tonight. Prayer warriors, please be praying until, until the service is over. Luke said, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. What does that mean? 
It means to shake someone apart. It means to break a person down as they would sift the wheat through a large strainer and shake it violently to separate the dirt and the impurities that clung onto the grain. So the enemy tonight desires to shake you violently and separate you from the things of God, to separate you from the house of God, to separate you from the children of God. And he's working and he desires to crush you and to wreck your faith in God. The next stop is eternity tonight. The next stop is eternity. We don't have another life to live. We don't have another chance to give. When God says it's over, it's over, friend. When God says our chances are over, it's over. I'm going to ask that every eye closed, every heart open to God right now. He desires to kill and have everybody under the sound of my voice. But there needs to be a sound from each and every one of us to cry out for our souls, for the souls of our family. There has to be somebody that will cry out to God and say, God, don't let me be lost. Don't let them be lost. God, whatever you got to do to me, don't let me be lost. Whatever you got to do, don't let me be lost.